0: welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, a weekly financial podcast where we talk about ways to integrate your faith and your finances. This is Bob Barber.
1: This is Mary Jo Lyons. Are you ready to learn the truth about money from a biblical perspective? Join us as we discuss what God's word says about money. If it's your first time listening, welcome to the show. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back.
0: Mary Jo, today's podcast is so important as we talk about annuities, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's the name of the day's podcast, annuities, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sounds
1: like a movie.
0: Yeah, my old Clint Eastwood movie. I loved Clint Eastwood growing up. My wife, she laughs at me. She goes, how many times are you going to watch these Clint Eastwood movies? And I said, probably about 100 more times, all the spaghetti westerns.
1: They never get old. He and John Wayne.
0: There you go. Yeah, I love them. I remember this movie, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I wrote an article on annuities many years ago, and this is what I called it. I thought, what a great podcast this would be, because this is good information that people can use. I know you have a great scripture that we're going to start off today with that I'd like to hear.
1: Well, sure. I know how you love Proverbs, and there are actually two of them that I think speak very closely to today's topic. That's Proverbs 26, verse 23. Smooth words may hide a wicked heart, just as a pretty glaze covers a clay pot. And then in chapter 27, verse 12. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. So given today's subject, I thought those were very apropos.
0: I will tell you, Mary Jo, When I saw that you picked those two scriptures from Proverbs, I thought this is the most perfect scripture you could choose when it comes to talking about annuities.
1: Everything might have a real shiny package, but when you dig deep inside, the luster wears off. Before we get too much into the specifics, there are some key things we want to focus on today. We want to first look at what an annuity is. They're insurance products. That's a contract between you and the insurance company. In exchange from a payment from you, either you can do that with a lump sum or a series of payments. There's all kinds of ways you can pay money into an annuity contract. In turn, the insurance company is guaranteeing to you a stream of money. You can take that stream of money or income out. Most people think of it for a lifetime. That's typically what they're designed to do, is create a lifetime stream of income. But there are other ways you can structure that income. So there's multiple options.
0: I think an income stream guaranteed for life, Mary Jo, is a good idea. But when it comes to annuities, you really have to look at the fine print of these contracts and all these underlying expenses of what you're paying for to get that guaranteed income stream because there's really no free lunch.
1: No, there isn't. And you've heard us say this before, if you've been listening to the podcast, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. I think that's an ongoing theme.
0: Yes, I do. I I agree (laughs) with you there.
1: (laughs) When you look at annuities, there really are four types of annuities. There's a fixed annuity, a variable annuity, a deferred annuity, and an immediate annuity. Let's touch with the fixed annuity first. And how much you receive depends on whether you opt for a guaranteed payout. They'll guarantee you a certain percentage. A variable annuity is one that the payout stream is determined by the performance of the underlying investments. That's more of an investment vehicle. Then a deferred annuity is when you invest money years ahead of when you plan to take it out in the way of income. It's invested for a period of time and we would assume it would have a growth factor because you're giving it up for that period of time. Then an immediate annuity is for your payment then you can create an immediate stream of income. Typically that's a much larger sum of money. That's kind of the landscape of annuities.
0: In the last couple of years, because interest rates have been so low, the way that people have been trying to overcome that is by investing in these fixed indexed annuities that are tied to a certain index, like an S&P 500 index, or a NASDAQ index, or maybe an international index.
1: After 2008, when we saw all that volatility, that really did scare a lot of people out of the market, but they still needed to create a retirement income. They were kind of at a loss and a lot of them were very fearful. And I think there were some unscrupulous people out there that kind of preyed on that and that mindset, if you will. A lot of people were looking for a flight to safety. The way they can describe it, the language they use when talking about these fixed annuities attracted a lot of people. And I'm working with a client right now that has everything for retirement in these annuities. He jumped out of the market and loved that idea of the guarantee because he just couldn't take it anymore after the volatility in the market. Now he realizes the market has been rocking and rolling for the last five or six years and he's missed out. Now he realizes that was probably the biggest mistake that he made and he's looking at how he can unwind it, but he's faced with these big fees. I'll let you continue on about the fees, Bob.
0: So many of these fixed index annuities, while he may have been invested in an index, they're capped. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. To your point, we're going to have another market downturn. They always come. And it's been a long time since we've had one. But I've noticed that from the last three market downturns, and you and I have both been in this business long enough, I was there in the 87 downturn. Yep. Then there was the major downturn from the internet bubble back in the 2000s. And then the 2008 After these downturns, you'll notice that these annuities are very heavily marketed. Over the years and in increasing numbers, I've had many clients contact me about the opportunities for these types of annuities that they've heard either through a radio program. Through the mail or the free steak dinner.
1: <laughs> we get those in the mail all the time. I'm like, do they know who they're marketing to? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the big one. And I mean, these are steak dinners at some steakhouses where it's forty or fifty dollars per person, which tells me something. If the person is putting this on is paying fifty dollars a person and you get fifty people there, now fifty times fifty, that's twenty five hundred dollars plus The mailing cost, they'll spend four or five thousand dollars in mailing cost because of the numbers and direct mail doesn't work very well today. That will push that cost up for them to put on one of these seminars, seven or eight, maybe nine thousand dollars. They've got to make their money back through selling annuities from the marketing cost. There's a lot of important things to understand with these fixed indexed annuities before investing in them. I'm not against all these annuities and not against all fixed index annuities I've just seen a lot of abuse in marketing only the benefits for years we've looked at these we've even placed a small portion of our clients investable assets in them we don't really do that anymore because I think there's some better ideas out there than investing in annuities but for years we did a small portion to fit their investment objective they still do have a role for some people and in some cases.
1: Absolutely, Bob. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. Who doesn't need a stream of income that they can't outlive? As you mentioned earlier, it's a good idea for some people, some of the time.
0: So now we're going to share the good. You're going to do that. Then I'm going to share the bad. And then you're going to come back in and share the ugly. So here we come to the good, the bad, and the ugly, right?
1: Exactly. And as I was just saying, Many do offer a guaranteed minimum income, typically for life, and it's based on the claims-paying ability of the insurance company. If it's got a high credit rating, that's a good thing, but it might fit into your bad categories.
0: That's one thing you really want to look for. You want to look for a company that's like A, AA, AAA rated.
1: I was looking at the statements from the client that I was referring to earlier, and the companies that sold these annuities that he has. I'd never heard of. And I've been in this business a really long time. So what does that tell you? Yeah, They may produce a better rate of return than today's CDs or savings rates since interest rates are at historically low rate. That feels good on the surface. They can create a predictable stream of income. And that's really important when you're trying to come up with replacement income in retirement. There can be tax benefits. They grow in a tax-deferred environment. We talked about the immediate annuity or the deferred annuity. You're either giving a lump sum or paying in over time. That money continues to grow, and it's in a tax-deferred environment. So you don't have to pay taxes till you pull it out.
0: And that's one thing I like. I like the tax deferral part.
1: Absolutely. Now for the bad.
0: So the bad. Well, the bad is many of these annuities... Not all of them are like this, but many of them are very high commissions that are paid to the person selling them. Most annuities are sold by an insurance broker or salespeople who collect these commissions. Sometimes I've seen them as high as 10% of the amount invested. So that means somebody's investing $100,000 in an annuity. There's a $10,000 commission paid up front to the person that put you in the annuity. Now, Mary Jo, you think of that. Right there compared to a fee based advisor who's going to be making 1% a year that would take 10 years to make 10% versus you're making 10% in the first week that you put somebody's money goes into the annuity. So this can create a huge conflict of interest on the part of the person that's recommending the annuity. I can see you want to say something there, too.
1: Bob, one of the things I think is really important is that salesperson, and you can't see me, but I'm quoting in the air. Yeah. That salesperson, they've made their money. So where is their incentive to give you ongoing service? I bet you're not being treated like you would if you had that trusted relationship with an advisor that was there along with you throughout the process.
0: The fee based advisors, most of the time, where they're operating on, you know, a half percent or 1% of assets invested. They're participating in the growth too, so they have a vested interest in seeing you do well over that 10-year period that it would take for them to make what the annuity salesman could make in the first day of putting you in that annuity. Also, the bad is the large surrender penalties that can apply for early withdrawals. And the reason those surrender penalties are there is, you think about it, if the insurance company is taking in 100000 but they're having to give 5000 or 10000 to the person that sold the annuity. Well, you can't turn right back around and just take 100,000 out because the annuity company's not even keeping that 400,000. They're giving 5% of that or 10% of that or 8%, whatever that commission may be, but they're typically between 5 and 10%. They're giving that to the representative. The way that they make that back is over a period of time. And those surrender penalties sometimes can be as long as 10, 15 years. I've even seen them last a lifetime.
1: It's just amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, It is. And then the third of the bad is because of the low participation cap rates today and returns. Many of the times these fixed index annuities do not even keep up with inflation, which can deteriorate your future purchasing power over the long term. So even though you may be investing in the S&P 500 index, the cap rate, which might be 3%, if the S&P 500 index goes up by 10, you're only going to make three.
1: So you're partially participating in it.
0: Yeah, that's right. Now, the good thing is, if the S&P 500 lost 10, you're not going to lose 10, but the majority of the time, the markets are up, and then you have that one or two years every 10 years or so where it's down.
1: So you're protected on the downside, but you're really limited on the upside, and that's how they make
0: their money. So we've shared the good, the bad, now you're going to share the The ugly. ugly.
1: One of the things is, and we've talked a little bit about this in the past, and that is, The oversight that happens in our industry and the oversight for these what we call salespeople that sell the fixed indexed annuities, they are not securities licensed typically. In other words, they don't have the securities license to be able to offer stocks, bonds, or mutual funds in addition to the indexed annuities. Typically, those people only have insurance licenses. They don't have the level of supervision and compliance oversight that we would as investment advisors or registered investment advisors. So, anyone who is securities licensed, they are under compliance disclosure guidelines that they must follow. And I know Bob and I, we are always going through continuing education. We have to go through videos, we have to go through training from compliance on all the ins and outs, rules and regulations regarding all of these annuities, and it's something we constantly have to attest to. Another thing that we have to go through as advisors is if a client comes to us with an annuity, we have to write, it seems like a book these days, to justify moving them into another product. Our regulators are looking for every rationale as to why we no longer think this is a suitable or an appropriate product for that client and why we're going to recommend something else. There is a lot of hoops we have to jump through because we're so highly regulated. And I think you've heard us talk about the fiduciary standard. And that means that all of our recommendations must always be in the client's best interest. And as registered investment advisors, Bob and I are always held to that higher standard of care. So that's one of the key things that I think fits into the ugly category on these annuities.
0: Some other things that fit into the ugly category is be careful of the numbers that you see on a proposal. If you can also not see what can be liquidated as cash on a year by year basis. Because there's a lot of different ways that annuity companies structure surrender penalties that can be very confusing to people. You know, Look at your rate of return based on what is actually convertible to cash, not just the account value you see on a statement. Because your actual rate of return is based on what you can liquidate for cash at any point in time. So let me give you an example of this. A fixed annuity saying it's paying a 6% simple interest rate. You put in $100,000. At the end of 10 years, based on just simple interest not compounded, that 100 should be worth 160,000. Because if you take 6% of 100,000, it's making 6,000 a year times 10, that's 60. You add it to the 100, that's 160. But after 10 years, if you could only surrender that contract for $120,000, this really computes to a 2% simple interest rate, not 6. Now, if you want to make the 6% simple interest in this example, you can many times typically only withdraw a small percentage from the annuity each year of the contract value, and you must keep the contract without surrendering it.
1: It's typically 10% withdrawal on an annual basis that you're allowed to do without uh, impacted with the surrender charge. In conclusion, we've talked about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But one of the things we want to caution you against is if you encounter a salesperson who is only selling this one product, and that's fixed index annuities, that should be a red flag. I think you've probably heard of the old saying, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So they have in their repertoire, they're going to tell you this is the best solution for you. Well, in reality, it's the only solution they have. We want to make sure that you recognize that for what it is. This will enable you to build a diversified portfolio if you look at other things that you can invest in. Those people typically don't have access to other fee-based accounts, other managed accounts, IRAs, and 401k rollovers. They might not have access to simple and SEP IRAs, and those are for small business owners. There's limitations there in the solutions that they have available to you.
0: This can also include stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and real estate or commodities, gold and silver, and fee-based managed accounts. They could just only offer that one thing. So if you can only offer that one product, it's usually that's what they're going to recommend. So for more information on annuities with many different types of guarantees for lifetime income options as part of an overall strategy, feel free to give us a call to schedule a phone or in office appointment. We're required to disclose all the costs and surrender penalties and fees associated with annuities so that you can make an educated choice if this should be part of your overall plan.
1: And we always offer a free initial consultation. This is for informational purposes only, not intended to be a buy or sell recommendation for any specific investment type or product. Everyone's situation is unique. Annuities may or may not be an appropriate solution. Please talk to your investment advisor for advice on your personal situation.
0: You are listening to Christian Financial Perspectives. Join us next week as we explore what God's Word says about money. And don't forget, you can sign up for our free newsletter at ciswealth.com or give us a call at 877-71-TRUTH. That's 877-718-7884. To make sure you don't miss any of our podcasts regarding the truth about money, be sure to subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives at christianfinancialpodcast.com for free. If there are any specific topics you would like to hear more about, we'd love to hear from you.
1: That's all for now. Until next week. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and Mary Jo Lyons. Bob and Mary Jo do not provide tax advice and encourage you to seek guidance from a tax professional.
0: Investment Advisory Services offered to Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA CIS Wealth Management Group, a registered investment advisor.